Welcome to the Rafa and the Heathen Education Series, where we discuss all things Asatru. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and share. In this episode, we will be discussing a few of the rites and rituals performed in Asatru. In this particular one, we will be discussing the bloat. Along with the establishment of the hierarchy and bylaws, there are some common practices that vary from kindred to kindred. Rituals and rites are performed within kindreds, and any self-respecting kindred should be dedicated to performing those rites. These rites are known as bloats, which was derived from the Old Norse word blota, which means to sacrifice. Nothing went to waste in the ancient times, not even the sacrifices. So after the sacrifices, the carcasses of the edible animals were cooked up and served to the participants. But sacrifice is frowned upon in modern society, so Asatru had to adapt and evolve for modern times. Today's sacrifices are performed by using mead, ale, or cider as mock blood. And the feast represents the feast that would happen afterwards. Most of the kindred celebrate this feast with a potluck dinner where each participant brings something to represent their sacrifice. Then a portion of everything is set aside and offered up to the honored deity for that rite. The first part of this entire process is called the gathering. A typical bloat or rite will start out with the gathering of the people. First, they arrive at the house or park in which the bloat will take place. There will be catching up, communing, setting up, and final preparations for feast. Then the horn will sound and everyone in attendance will begin heading towards the vey or sacred space. The entrance to which usually coincides with the Celtic traditions facing east, and though not all practitioners follow this rule, they enter from any direction. Each person is let in one by one after saining upon the entrance. Shouting one's given name or alias upon entry is traditional to alert the gods of one's presence in the space. The next part we call the warding. After the folks are gathered in the vey, the Gothi or Githya will begin the rite by warding and protecting the area. This can be done in several different ways. The most common ways are either going around the circle with a hammer in hand, making the shape of all the Elder Futhark runes around the circle, or my personal favorite, and the most common, the hammer rite. The hammerite is performed by hollowing all four corners, north, south, east, and west. The hammerite is performed by first hollowing your altar, then each direction in turn, north, south, east, and west. You will begin the hammerite by hollowing each one of the directions. Some kindreds bless up, down, and all around as well. This is completely fine. Old Norse translation is optional. If you don't understand Old Norse, it's okay to use the English translation. We believe that Odin's relentless quest for wisdom, he picked up the English language and shared it amongst the other gods. So then returning to the altar, you hallow the altar to the god or goddess in which the bloat is to be performed, and you begin the next step. The next step in the whole process is called the reading. This is where due diligence takes its meaning. Traditionally, this is where all the information comes into the bloat and you answer the who, what, where, when, and why. I like to start out with a story from the gods from the sagas. Then I try to bring the people back to ancient Scandinavia by telling a story of what it was like in ancient times around that time of that blot. Today technology reigns supreme in our world and people forget that our ancestors didn't have the luxuries we do now. So I bring them back to ancient times with descriptive stories. Then you'll tell them about the god or goddess to be bloated to and why giving insight as to how the rite will be performed and what their role will be. This would also be a good time to choose a Valkyrie. If you don't have a partner to help you 
perform certain tasks, your Valkyrie is the female member of the kindred who will assist in the rites to be performed. I finalize this by reading a quote from the Hafamol. Make sure to keep it condensed, though, or you'll lose the engagement of the people. This brings us up to the call, where we call upon the god or goddess we wish to pay honor to. We invite them to the circle by way of calling them in, using every name that we know about them. We then request the blessing that we expect in turn for our sacrifice. For example, Freyr, sacred king, lord of Alfheim, you are wise and generous. We call you before us to pay honor to you and thank you for your gifts. Please bless us with prosperity, fertility, abundance, and all the good things in life. Hail Freyr. The Hail Freyr would then be echoed by the rest of the kindred. That brings us to the hollowing. Typically in ancient times, this would be where the animal or human would be sacrificed, and the blood would be drained onto the altar and a portion saved for the people. But we can't do that nowadays. And everything must evolve to survive, so we have substituted blood for mead, ale, milk, juice, and even water. The beverage of choice will be blessed here using various runes by your Gothi or Githia. Then it is offered to the god or goddess and asked to bestow a blessing upon it. The beverage is then placed on the altar, where it will wait until it is needed. After that, we begin the blessing. This is where the Gothi or Githia takes a portion of the mead and pours it into a bloat bowl. Then, with an evergreen sprig, goes to each person in turn and blesses everyone using a specified rune for each rite. I have actually found that the rune Gabo X is sufficient in most rites, but this may vary from kindred to kindred. That brings us to the sharing. Here is where a lot of newcomers get their first taste of mead. This is where the Gothi or Githia will pass the horn around and each person will do a hail to the deity in which the rite is being performed. It is also acceptable to hail your patron deity as well. Just remember a couple of rules of thumb. Loki is a controversial subject amongst kindreds, so always ask before entering the sacred space if a bloat is allowed. Secondly, uh, the bloat is a sacred rite of Asatru and dedicated to the Aesir. Such gods outside of the Norse pantheon are not allowed. Gods such as Aphrodite, Morgan, or Anubis will not be appropriate. Thirdly, a hail is typically echoed by the other members of the group. Should someone do something or say something inappropriate, that hail will not be echoed. If you get stuck or don't know what to say, you can always echo somebody else's hail or simply say, hail the gods. And lastly, should your horn or cup run dry, simply ask the Valkyrie or other attendant to fill it back up for you. Following these simple common courtesies, you will not have a problem in your bloat. After the bloats and hails are done, we will move on to the offering. This is the simplest part of the entire rite, and a lot of people complicate this and get hung up on mechanics that they shouldn't. There is no wrong way to do this. You simply take the leftover beverage and pour it out and state, this is for you. This should be done by each member upon completion of their hail. If you want to add some flair to it, go ahead, but I found simple is best. This brings us to the closing. This is where the rite ends and the feast begins. We take a page from Wicca when it comes to closing our rites and add some Norse flair to it and you get the closing that we use. Closing the circle is an essential thing that must be done and make sure you invite the deity to feast with you at their leisure. This can be accomplished by the following. First, face the horg or feast in the Algis Y stance and 
call the deity. Go if you must, but please stay if you will. Feast with your folk. And as you wend your way to Asgard, take with you this message. We are here and we remember. Hail, deity. Then everybody in unison, the circle is open but never broken. Merry meet, merry part, merry meet again. Then turning back to the Gothar, this rite is done. Let's feast. This brings us to the last part of the entire bloat, and probably the most important, which is the feast. The feast is mentioned before as a representation of the body of the sacrifice. A simple blessing is bestowed on the food by the Gothier Githya, such as, we thank all living things for their sacrifice to make this feast possible, and dedicate it to deity. That we complete the traditions of our ancestors, that it may aid us gods and humans alike in the war against Asgard and those who seek to bring gray slavery to Midgard. Hail, deity. Try to incorporate foods that would have been available during the season in which the bloat was held. The meat should be a symbology of the god or goddess in which the rite was performed. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to know more, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and follow us where we do weekly podcasts on the spiritual practices of Asatru, Norse mythology, and Norse history. Don't forget to share this with your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook. Just search Raven's Hollow Kindred and accept the rules and guidelines where there is a link to our Discord server where you can actually become a member of our kindred and receive early access to our podcasts. See you all next week. Hail!